0: I think curiosity is the invitation to play. And that's where I think the conflict begins. And I work with an, an executive at Amazon and literally like part of who she is, is play, but she doesn't allow it because she's quote unquote, not supposed to. So there's this duality with curiosity. Curiosity is the ability to make mistakes, to learn, to grow, to be open and to have fun without necessarily having the answer Or fixing a problem.
1: From Seven CTOs, my name is Etienne de Bruin, and you're
2: in the CTO studio. Hello, hello, welcome back to the CTO studio. I, of course, am your host, Nikolai Walker, on the mic and in your ear with the content you want and the content you need. And this is my favorite place to be. So we are featuring jeff miller this week and we're tagging on to the last things we talked about which was curiosity and jeff miller who is the international coaching federation certified pcc which stands for professional certified coach the distinction in this coaching field is that the next highest thing he can do is be an mcc which is the master certified coach so we're delighted to have him in studio i'm going to have etienne take it from here and begin to ask the questions about curiosity
1: As representing CTOs in this conversation, one of the challenges we have, and maybe that's because of the environment that promoted us to this position, which is rapidly solving problems, not being with problems, but eradicating them and doing that as quickly as possible. And in many cases, having just this incessant urgency to resolve matters, whether it's with your development teams or your middle management layer or in the C-suite, just allaying fears or concerns. So I think that we've been rewarded over the years and decades for being quick to solve problems. And And it's ironic for me that at this point, as leaders, as evangelists, as visionaries that we have to unlearn that stuff and i think the word that to me starts the unraveling and pulling at the thread is this word curiosity that's what i you and i are going to jam on today so i'm really happy and thankful that you're with me to do this exploration together likewise likewise i think engineers and
0: ctos of all kinds it's an amazing skill that all these folks have And like you said, problem solving, thinking critically in a fast way, and fixing a lot of problems, right? And I use air quotes because they're not always problems, but it does solve issues quickly. Some some of my favorite clients are engineers and CTOs for that matter. That's not how I think. And that's not my world so it's a good yin to their yang
1: yeah i was going to ask you about that so you are actively coaching executives and some of those executives include ctos and exactly what is it like to teach ctos jeff
0: very high intellect as you can imagine i like to use simplistic language and humor to combat the intellect because at the end of the day humans are really similar and i think not just ctos but successful executives kind of have been brainwashed to separate themselves from others. While that's good in some situations, right? Differentiating, offering personal value, but also normalizing, right? CTOs need to relate to a lot of people. They need to relate to everyone in the organization. They need to relate to people out in the world. Like you said, they're evangelizing what they're doing out in the world, both themselves and their company. Well, they can't do it if they're speaking over people or at people. So for me, I bring a little bit of humanitism into it. And I think that coming from tennis and the sports background, for whatever reason, they, they like that. Maybe the analytics of tennis, maybe the uh, chess version of tennis, right? So it's fun for me. It's a big A-game type of conversation. And I notice the more I can just be me,
1: the more it allows them to be themselves. Do you find that skepticism or... I guess people who sign up to get coached are already open to being coached and coachable. Have you had situations where the CEO says, I really want you to coach my CTO, and so then the CTO gets signed up under duress, or is that just a non-starter?
0: The irony of that, so my neighbor, who I actually coached in tennis when I transitioned, We kind of played, you know, phone tag, which is hilarious because we're neighbors, but all things in COVID, right? We were kind of giving each other space. We connected probably a year after I left tennis and we had lunch. And this guy is uh, very skeptical of coaching. And he would hire a consultant, not a coach. And he runs a high-level IT firm out here in Southern California and wanted me to work with his CTO (laughs) and a couple of his, uh, you know, VP guys and he was not a fan of coaching. He didn't understand coaching, but he was like, I like you, I'll give it a try. Fast forward, been working with them a couple of years. This guy calls me for coaching advice and his company has probably been 30, 40% increase in revenue, by the way, through COVID, and have had like a breakthrough in how they run their business. So I would say, yeah, sure, it'd be great if everyone came to me with no skepticism and was all in. A lot of times, they need something, they don't know what they need, and they just are pointed to my direction. And then probably take something two to three months to really understand what the heck this coaching thing is. And then a light bulb goes off, and then they start actually doing the work and trusting. It takes a little time. So I think the higher intellect and the more successful, actually, the more skepticism and the tighter the circle. So to penetrate that circle, it takes a little bit of time. And it takes consistency for me showing up the same way, regardless of how they show up.
1: I wonder if the intellect or the logical deduction or the deconstruction makes us constantly plot the different outcomes of where the conversation's going. And then we run to the back of those outcomes and we start working our way back to destroy the opposition, you know? So I want to dive into this concept of curiosity, Jeff, how do you define it? How do you see it? What is it? How does it show up? Give me some background on it or what comes to mind for you on that?
0: The ironic thing is whenever I hear the word curiosity, I always finish the sentence with kill the cat. But aside from that, I think curiosity is the invitation to play. And that's where I think the conflict begins. And I work with an, an executive at Amazon And literally, like part of who she is, is play, but she doesn't allow it because she's quote unquote, not supposed to. So there's this duality with curiosity. Curiosity is the ability to make mistakes, to learn, to grow, to be open and to have fun without necessarily having the answer or fixing a problem. So when I look at engineers or CTOs or executives, it kind of goes against the grain sometimes of how they're programmed. So I think it starts with the permission to allow all of us to be curious and not have that look a certain way. So I actually define curiosity as something that's really undefinable in the sense of how it looks for you, for me, for our kids, right? That's a great way to look is look at your kids. When was the last time we were curious about peanut butter like they were, right? When was the last time we were curious about our relationships, our work, how we actually do things, the world, like a kid looks at peanut butter.
1: And that's very interesting for me because that to me says, take the invitation to play concept means like a child question or investigate why things are the way they are. Because the colloquial curiosity, I think every technical person has the colloquial curiosity, which is this strong desire to learn new languages, new problems to solve. So I think what excites me about what you said is it just sort of untangles this thing from, no, curiosity is not you solving problems or being curious on how to solve things. I'm curious, you know, I'm curious. Why are you, you know... (laughs) No, it's that invitation to not lean on your stodgy stereotypes or your ways and to say, wow, I, I want to challenge that. I want to lean into that. So that makes me very excited. If I'm saying it right. Yeah, no, I think you're
0: right. Yeah, bringing curiosity to how you're going to solve the next problem is rather limiting. Sure, that still can like, be helpful, but I would be more curious of what has us have to solve that problem. Are we having what I call macro curiosity? Why would I wear this shirt? Why would you wear that? Why do I feel a certain way? Why am I excited about this project? Because I agree with you. I would imagine every CTO at one point was a boy deconstructing a computer or a girl. Yes, a boy, girl or anything else these days, right? But anybody, right? Like anybody in their youth deconstructing a remote con- control car, a helicopter, a computer, We didn't do that because we thought we should. We did that because we were curious. And we took that whole process of deconstructing that and just getting really clear and having fun and playing around with it. So if we took that model, if we took that healthy, I would call it like an optimistic curiosity to all these things, what other things might open up that
2: maybe we're overlooking because we're in problem solving mode? Thank you again for joining us here in the CTO studio. We will be back again with Jeff Miller. We're actually going to do a six-part segment on this because curiosity in relationships, especially in the workplace, is so, so important, and we don't want to miss the thing he has to say. He's a business coach, an entrepreneur, a speaker, and an author. He coaches leaders to articulate their goals, perceive obstacles, and professional challenges, and he's able to provide clear and transparent means to address conflict and difficult personalities in the workplace and he provides step-by-step guidance to allow clients to break down barriers that elicit fear and prevent growth. So we will see you again next week with another interview, part two of this ongoing conversation about curiosity. And incidentally, you can subscribe to this podcast. that's available in iTunes. And our seven CTOs peer groups are digging deeper into this content and sharing their challenges around the role of a CTO. If you're looking for more information or want to join the conversation, please visit sevenctos.com and we will see you again next week.